Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Coming off a thrilling 2-1 to one shootout victory against the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Flames are on a roadie to California. This coming in episode 16 of Blasty's Corner, right on the other side. And the Calgary Flames have won the Stanley Cup! We're the winners! We're the winners! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Stop by Jerry. How many times did we hear that in the Pittsburgh Penguins game? Welcome to Blasty's Corner. Grant Chung with you with co-host Chris. How are we doing today, Chris? Fantastic, Grant. Absolutely fantastic. We beat the Pens. Yeah, beat the Pens. That was a thrilling victory. Jerry played like a man possessed. I mean, wow. Our first line was buzzing. Johnny Gaudreau had two posts. Uh, He was flying all over the ice. He looked great out there along with our top line. We had tons and tons of opportunities. But, you know, this Jerry was just, he was like, nope, nope. I want to make all the saves. Yeah, that's what it's like to have... uh... That's what it like. It's like to get Markstrom to this year, I bet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I mean, the only goaltender who's playing better than Markstrom right now is Toronto's Jack Campbell, which, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still. Uh, we won't talk about that. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> I don't really want to. <laughs> I've got nothing to say about that, but uh, it's 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 interesting because you know we. I said this in the last episode, the Winnipeg Jets were going to be a tough test regardless of how they've performed this year. I mean, they're still a very good team. They've got a Vezina reigning. I mean, they've got a Vezina reigning goalie in uh, Connor Hellebuck. Wait, did he win last year? Was that Vasilevsky? No, Vasilevsky won, didn't he? Vasilevsky won, recently. yeah. Yeah, but former Vezina trophy winner, Connor Hellebuck is no slouch either. Uh, he stole that game. Give credit where credit's due. He had a terrible first period, but he locked it down to the rest of the game. Um, that's just, you know, I, I want to get, uh, the reason I brought that up is because quickly, I just want to get your thoughts on that Lucic hit. Um, did you think it was dirty? Did he expect, did he deserve the game misconduct penalty? Uh, what did you think uh, of that real quick? 
no, I, I kind of I kind of align with what D- Daryl said in the in the presser. Like, you know what? He's going in hard for four checks. Like, and like Lucic said, like they, he knew he was coming, and it's Lucic, so Demello knew who was coming down the boards and who was going to hit him. Like, he knew he was getting hit, and then he did a one eighty directional at the yeah. very last second. Like Lucic is a fairly nowadays he delivers clean hits albeit very hard hits but clean hits for the most part um so yeah he's going in on the four check he knows he's going to get hit Demello, you know responsibilities on both players including the guy who's getting hit not to put themselves into uh into a vulnerable spot and he did just that and lucic just you know he had no time to change his mind so he's going in for the hit and Demello changes direction Put his head lower, also, yeah, and his back yeah. towards the boards, and bam, you got hit in the upper back and head into the boards. And like any hockey player knows, and you could probably ask Demello, he knows he shouldn't be doing that. You know, you ask him, maybe not now, but in a year or whatever, he's probably gonna be like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> ask yeah, him, ask him when he retires, maybe that's the secret. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, I, I feel the same way. I mean, he he knew he you could tell in the replay that he had a look and saw Lucic coming in hot. Oh, yeah. And he still decided to I, I mean, he was just trying to get a penalty. There is is what he was trying to do. And Interesting way to go about it. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was I, I liked what BXS said during the intermission or yeah. after the game or wherever, you know, he when he was playing, if he knew that, you know, it was a guy like Lucic. Uh, he would jump up into the boards, like he turn his back yeah. towards the boards and jump up so that uh, the shoulder hit his chest instead of like freaking turning around and burying your head into the boards while Lucic is coming in hot. So um, I thought that was that wasn't it. Like it, it looked bad, obviously, but oh yeah, you know. it looked horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but but yeah, with with uh, instant replay, we obviously saw that uh, yeah. you know he was just trying to finish his check. Demello ended up doing something stupid, um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, NHL agreed too, right? Like no no supplemental discipline. Like yeah, exactly. Do do, do I think he should have got kicked out? I mean, yeah, right. It, it's I'm on the fence there. Like he 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 did get hurt in the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, like they called Toronto and they, they gave him a game misconduct. So, um, yeah, I think it's fine. Like they looked at it and said, yeah, you got a game misconduct. Demelo came back, yeah, sure, but he was still, you know, temporarily injured at least. It could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. And good thing there was no supplementary discipline on Lucic's part because he ended up scoring a goal for the Calgary Flames. Uh, what, what, uh, where, where did he score that? Five hole. Bible called it episode three. <laughs> <laughs> well, now three of his six goals have come through the five hole. I mean, it's right through the wickets. That one was uh, what a play that was too. I mean, receiving oh, yeah. the pass along the boards is never easy. And uh, the fact that Lucic of all people got body positioning on, uh, on a guy is is pretty i mean i i was very impressed with that because he he like turned around let the board let the puck hit off the boards and just kind of spun the guy spun chad ruweedle around took him for a ride and uh 
you know, away he went, turned the jets on and oh. just threw it in five hole. It was uh it was a much needed ah, it was it was very impressive, really. Like he that little chip play off the boards because he was standing still basically when he got yeah. and uh that little chip play off the top of the boards and away he went and I didn't know Lucic could skate like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And then yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't yeah threw it. Threw it at the nets and Damn. Yeah, he was charging hard. He was charging hard, and uh, yeah, thing of beauty. What a what a great goal that was to see, and uh, it almost held up. I mean, we were all over the Pittsburgh Penguins in the first period. Uh, I'd say we were all over them all game, to be honest. I mean, yeah, it wasn't wasn't close. Yeah, I mean, the score was uh, close because of Jari, but it wasn't close. Yeah, and uh, Gensel had a very pretty tip play in in front of the net on oh. that power play. Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, credit where credit's due, right? Does saying shout out in your head count as a jinx? Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. But yeah, some, people right, would, some people would some people would think that, you know? Because I was thinking about it. You know, I was like, oh, oh, late penalty. You know, this could ruin it. This could yeah. ruin it. It did, like, 10 seconds in. Class. <laughs> what was Backlund doing on the play, too? Like, it's a... Why, why would you grapple him like that? You're gonna get called. He, yeah, he made up for it though, obviously. But he did. He did after what? What round was it? Um, Seven, I think. Seventh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh my know, goodness. The Lucci's just making fun of himself in the presser about you know what position he's like. I'm probably thirteenth. You know, <laughs> after some defenseman go. Interesting to see Chillington get his get an attempt. I kind of liked it actually, but. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I I wanted to get your thoughts on that because that I was yeah I was very interested that uh, that did he get in before Lindholm even? No, no, Lind- no, no. It was yeah. it was the big boys first, like yeah, Lindy, Lindy Kachuk, though I Monahan even I think Monahan went first. Yeah, he did. Um, which I still agree with. Like he's still uh, you know, well, we think he's still fine. Wow, <laughs> I don't know I if mean, he is anymore, but you know, I. I I would go with personally. Yeah, I would go with Lindholm first. Yeah, at this point, and then Gaudreau second, and Kachuk third. Yeah, just nice, because, nice, you know. nice to see Gaudreau score. Yeah, as well. Yeah, on the breakaway. Yeah, well, I mean, even even though he had no points in the game because you know after the shootout, um, mm-hmm. but he was all over the ice. I mean, it was. Man, how good does he look right now, too? Oh, it's wild. He's back to what he was when he was, you know, he had his 99-point season. Like, he's he's literally dominant every time he touches the puck again. Yeah. And I don't know if it's instilled from playing better. De- I mean, I think it is. Like, I think Sutter has them playing better defense, so they have the puck more. I think that's all it is. Like, when that line is chasing, they are not good. But when they have the puck on their stick, they are dominant. That's just reality. Like, they... And support too. I feel like yeah. a lot of the time, you know, Monahan when he was with Gaudreau the last you know few years, I think he had the negative effect on Johnny too because like there was no support. But now with Kachuk and Lindholm, there's mm-hmm. support with skill with the play. You know, I hate to sh- shit on Monahan because he's been, <laughs> he has been a, a very good player for us and our and our number one center. Um, 
I mean, but obviously, like you, you remove him from that line, like he's not scoring anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think he has a five-on-five point. He's not a play driver, and you know, everyone who watches the Flames knows that already about him. But um, so yeah, like Gaudreau put with some players who can keep up. He looks back to his dominant self. Like, wow, what a player! Right? Oh, he's going to cost a lot of money, but worth it. Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, got to get that hashtag extend 13 going. I mean, (laughs) we need him on this team. I mean, if he's, he's basically the team, the team skill. I mean, he's without him, you don't really have a play driver. I mean, Kachuk is good, but uh, he hasn't, he hasn't gotten to the level that Gaudreau is currently at. I, I haven't seen at least. Um, no, no, he doesn't. No, Kachuk doesn't have that. He's not a speedy guy, right? Like he needs. Yeah. He excels when possession is already obtained. Yeah. Uh, like he, he'll have a couple rush plays in the year that he can create, and he's a great passer, as he's demonstrated um, a couple times this year with Gaudreau. But no, Gaudreau is the line driver on that line. There is no doubt about it. Anyone who watches that, he carries it into the zone. He makes the first pass usually in the zone. Um, yeah to create space that's you know you just need people actually there <laughs> to do it you know well, a lot of time people you know see the old button hook uh you know that place still works you just need someone actually there to dish it off uh, dish off and also to drive the defense back like a lot of time you know he's going in one on two yep so button hooks but the defense has a good gap because there's no one there's no other threat yeah there's no deep threat there's no it's just johnny Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing, same problem you run into in the playoffs, right? Like you you can isolate players. It happens to McDavid. It happens to Johnny because you need some other people there to do the jobs. So, yeah, it's been it's been great watching him. It's exciting hockey. You know, everyone says Daryl Sutter style is all boring, but it's not boring. I don't. I'm not bored. Are you bored? Absolutely not. This was what yeah. I was saying in our last episode. I mean it's it's weird having a team that plays so consistently well i mean it's it it's is. as a flames fan we have not had this ever <laughs> i mean i don't i don't remember the last time i've watched a flames game and been like oh okay like i i, I know reasonably what to expect in terms of effort level and um, I mean sometimes we still have those periods i mean we 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 do snooze a little bit um mm-hmm. I mean, in, in Winnipeg, we kind of did mm-hmm. I, not even though, I mean, it was that okay. stuff kind of tends to happen. I mean, we always kind of, um, seem to control the play and then one mistake happens, the other team scores, and then we kind of get deflated. So that was, that was what happened, I guess, in the Winnipeg game. Uh, but you know, it's, I, I haven't seen yeah, it's just baffling to me to to be able to have a team that's actually pretty consistent in effort level and and I mean you can tell that the team has all has really they've all bought in. I mean, you know, I I went over Daryl Sutter's coaching system uh since he uh left the league in our last episode. So if you'd like to hear that, uh go and listen to episode 15 of Blasty's Corner. Uh but yeah, I mean, even Johnny's bought in, and I think he find he like understands that defense is. I mean, he's playing defense. I mean, that's it's yeah. checking. Yeah, that's what they call it. They call it checking. You know, yes, yes, you're right. You're right. 
Someone did a, Someone did an article on it. Uh, I think on the Athletic. Uh, yes, so it, was, it was a good read. But it was uh, Pierre yeah. Lebrun. Lebrun did it on the Athletic, and then uh, if you don't have an Athletic subscription, uh, you can well listen to my podcast episode, episode fifteen. Or yeah. if you really don't want to, you can listen. You can read uh, J. Justin Bourne. Justin Bourne's um, article on Sportsnet. Because he has yeah. one of those as well. Yeah, I should stop hyping up other sources. Jesus, horrible podcaster. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. That's our whole you thing do, yeah. here. We haven't yeah. uh, complained once about Eric Goodbranson because he's actually playing well. He's not playing like Eric Badbranson anymore. He has been really good, actually. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. League average. So that's that's really all we need from him. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 been great watching Johnny play. Uh, well, watching him check. I mean, four check, back check. He's he's there. I've I've seen him make some very good defensive plays, and he takes the puck away from guys. And he's just he he understands now that he doesn't have to lay the body on the guy. He just needs to be there. He just he needs, needs to disrupt, to apply pressure. And, like it, it's yeah. limiting time and space. You don't have to destroy a guy, but pressuring people into making mistakes is is really i feel like the core at sort of system you know defend the middle of the ice be on the right side of the puck and apply pressure all the time don't give don't give time yeah the opponents and yeah johnny yeah in the three on three two you saw johnny again just the back checking applying pressure and able to turn over and they somehow didn't score i think it was like a three on oh or three on one but um still great defensive play that led to offense you know that's how that's how he's succeeding this year, I think. You know, just playing better defense, having the puck more, um, mm -hmm. gives him confidence and lets him play better. Yeah, it's uh, and it's been it's been great to watch. But we'll take a quick break here. After the break, we'll go over the Flames' upcoming road trip to the California State and Daryl Sutter's return to LA. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. With promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer's restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the show. 
This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Welcome back, everybody. So we wanted to go over the Flames' upcoming roadie into California. We've got back-to-back games coming up against the LA Kings Staples Center Thursday night, uh, which is tonight when you're listening to this. And on Friday against the Ducks in the Hana Center in the Duck Pond. Uh, you, you know how great we usually play there, but I don't know. I'm feeling a little uh, I'm feeling a little lucky. Maybe we could break that curse. But uh, and then I think we round out uh, our um, game in San Jose, I believe, on sunday no we play vegas in on sunday uh as well so three more games this upcoming weekend let's start against the kings this will be daryl sutter's homecoming of sorts i mean i don't think he's been back well no he hasn't been back since he came back to coaching uh he's left for three years had came in mid-season last year during the pandemic shortened season when we had the all Canadian division. So he never got to go to LA since then. So this will be his homecoming. It will also be Trevor Lewis's homecoming. Uh, Brad Richardson and Milan Lucic as well used to play for the Kings. This is something that uh, was very interesting. Did you know, Chris, that in 2015-16, Milan Lucic had 55 points for the Kings and Daryl Sutter. No, no, I, uh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was, uh, he's a good player. Lucic is a good player. Yeah. 20 goals, 35 assists. Yeah. Back then. I mean, that was the summer that like, that was the year. I think that was his last, the last year of his contract that he had signed with the Bruins or no, no, no. Maybe he signed a one-year deal with the Kings or something, but that was after that year. Peter Shirelli said, you're my guy. I'm going to sign you. <laughs> six million. <laughs> yeah. Well, five, two, five, five, yeah. two, or no, six. Yeah. Five, seven, five. I, rem- I, I forgot that the Oilers are still paying a bit of that salary. Oh, they sure are. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're my guy for $6 million a year. I want you for yeah. seven years. Yeah. So, no, he is. I mean, he's he has only eight points this year. He's he's, he's not going to hit fifty five again. I don't think in his career, but uh, he <laughs> might get twenty goals this year. So that'd be pretty sick. Uh, yeah, I mean, fourth line role, right? That's yeah, pretty I will good. Take that. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'll take that one hundred percent. Eighteen five hole goals and two one. He's got one top shelf, or but I think the rest are five hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Actually, yeah. speaking of Lucci, it's just kind of a, an off topic. I, I was rewatching on on YouTube the old uh, Leafs comeback or loss, sorry, in the playoffs to Boston. Oh yes. And I think Lucci uh, either got, I think he started the comeback or yeah, he like did the the second goal. And I was just like, man, he hasn't changed much. Hey? He just kind of sits in front there and then just pops <laughs> in a a rebound. So who knows? Maybe he can come back. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking for big big playoff Lucic. I mean, I think he'll be very useful to us in the playoffs. Um he's going to be a very good guy to have on the team, which is, you know, something that I um you know, we we all want a deadline deal to happen. We want Trelleving to be a buyer at the trade deadline, but 
we don't have the cap space and really the only thing we can afford to lose is Lucic's five two five cap hit, but you know, what are we actually giving up by doing that? I know it's overpriced, but he he does serve a purpose and he's fit in well with this team. The other guy that might be going out could be Monaghan. I mean, we talked about that $6.3 million for a essentially third line center um, who doesn't seem to score anymore at five on five. It's, it's tough to have, but uh, anyway, that's, that's something that uh, we'll go over, I think in a future episode, but mm-hmm. back to Sutter being back in LA. It's, it's funny. I, I read an article um, on the athletic and uh they they were talking to the Kings players about um, whether they thought Daryl's changed or not since he won them cups in 2012 and 2014. And, uh, you know, they, they, all the players are like, yes and no. I mean, he's, he's still the same guy. Just some of the systems are different and you know what, uh, It'll, it'll be a good homecoming, I think, for Daryl, because I, I feel like, I mean, he obviously meant so much that organization, won them two cups, um, and uh, he's kind of doing the same. Well, hopefully we'll uh, get us over the hump here in Calgary, but uh, in his second turnaround. But uh, what are you looking forward to in that game against the Kings? And uh, like, what do you, yeah, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, I think I've always hated the California road trips, mainly because <laughs> we've spent a lot of time losing over there. Um, yeah, it's, it's usually a bad, bad road trip. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing just the Flames again play consistent road hockey. I'm looking forward to see Manjapani score six goals as he does on the road, but <laughs> can't score at home, um, yep. which makes no absolute sense. He still has chances. Them oh my gosh! Score. Did he like, have a chance? Just, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just I can't score, can't buy a goal at home. So uh, no, looking forward to see them. Um, yeah, just more consistent play. Maybe Valimaki will get in the lineup on the road trip. It's possible. Hopefully, um, for you. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, it's, it's really for him. I mean, for the team's sake. I mean, let's be honest. The results are there. With Zadorov in the lineup, so why take him out? Um, I think that's been Sutter's logic too, and I think we got some bigger teams coming up. So Zadorov is—I mean, let's be honest—he's probably going to stay in all three games, um, unless he, you know, has a really shitty, shitty performance. But um, they've been winning, so yeah. And I'm excited to see some of the Kings Kings players. Uh, Quick is always an interesting goalie to watch. He's he's still their goalie, right? I think. think yeah. Cal Peterson too, I think, but. Um, he'll probably be playing, and then uh, so that'll be that'll be good. He's always an exciting goalie, a little bit different style than most goalies, and he's and he's not a good goalie. Hopefully, we don't get shut down again by him, but we'll see. Um, Kopitar is a, a player who's kind of on the way out. That was is a star, but he's getting older, so we won't have too many viewings of him uh, as a player. So that's another one. I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the game against the Kings. Should be fun. Should be. Entertaining game. I think they play a different style now. They're not the same kings that they were. They were back then. Maybe a little bit more, a little bit more youth, a little bit more excitement, a little bit more offense. So yeah, it should be a hard fought game there. And then in Anaheim, they have a, a ton of young players. Obviously, having a huge season, and they have Gibson. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
Well, again, it could be two losses, but I think the Flames will come out and play really strong, um, play consistent as they have all year. I have no reason to believe they won't play the same way they have been playing. Um, it's really just about can they put the puck in the net? Like, really, that's the difference for us. Is they, they play the same every time, but it's just like on a, any given night, are they able to to score? And when they do, it's usually like they will put in a ton of goals. <laughs> so, um, Or it'll be a close, tight, really low-scoring game. That's usually the way it goes with Flames games nowadays because we don't give up a lot of chances. Yeah, I don't expect us to give up a lot of chances. So the, the goals against should be hopefully low, knock on wood. Um, and I hope we see some goals out of out of the team and and from depth players. I want to see Dubé score. I want to see you know top line also score, but you know Monahan getting a five on five goal. <laughs> Uh, would be nice, you know, seeing some of those those younger, especially Dubé. I want to say Dubé score, and maybe yeah. Coleman because Coleman is. Uh, I mean, he's looked fine and he's had tons of chances. He just also can't buy goals, so um, I'm not worried yeah. about. I'm more worried about Dubé, but um, ah, yeah, some depth scoring I would like to see, um, some good defense and continued consistency. What about you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's surprising to me that Coleman isn't doing as well. I mean, it's, I, I, I'm thinking I might owe you a case of beers at this point. I mean, I don't know if he'll get to that 60, 70 point plateau that I was, I was hoping he'd get to. Uh, but he's, he's on a good line. I mean, he's playing with Backlund and Manjapani, but I, I think honestly, it's just because he's on Backlund's line, he's expected to be a shutdown guy. And, um, that, could i mean if you're starting your draw or your uh most of your ice time in the defensive zone it's it's a little difficult to think about offense but um you know it's uh I, i'd like to see him get going just like you were saying i'd love to see dubay get going i mean he i've i'm i think i'm i am a little worried about dylan dubay i think he's right now has zero confidence uh in his game he doesn't seem yeah he just doesn't seem sure of himself and um that's never fun to see uh, I hope he gets going because he, I, I do believe he's got a lot of talent. He just, you know, he's just kind of listless out there. He doesn't really seem to have a purpose. So I hope he yeah. figures that out soon. Um, it, it would be great to see him start scoring again and get some goals for that third line. Uh, I mean, we've got Ruzichka up apparently, but yeah, he's he just is. kind of sitting. So if, if, you know, maybe we could inject a little bit of energy, replacing Pitlick out, taking Pitlick out and uh, yeah, letting, not? yeah, just see. Pitlick, you know, Pitlick is not doing anything on the ice, positive. So <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know I mean, why you, you couldn't take him out. Yeah, I mean, we already have Lewis and Richardson. You know, it's, it's uh, what do we, What I think it costs like a third rounder for him, I think, from Seattle too. So it was, yeah. you know what, yeah, they're, they're, not they're, 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 those, those players that you just mentioned, like, I, I know they're not doing much offensively, right? Richardson has a couple goals. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think what they do provide, they do provide decent defense. Like, they're not yeah, – yeah. they, they do drive the play. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, which is – so that's why I think, like, they're probably our best fourth, like, depth players that we've had in a while. <laughs> yeah. Outside of, outside of Pitlick. Just because they do know how to play Sutter system and they and they do – are still effective, like, within it. They – they drive the play and and get chances. However, Pitlick, I just don't see it I, uh, yet. 
Yeah, and I mean, it, it could just be that he's still dealing with that nagging injury. I mean, he he did get, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was a shoulder or a lower body injury maybe um, in training camp, and I think he got in like the first game or something, and uh, it, it could be something that's still bothering him. Um, Possibly, yeah. Could be playing through that. But yeah, like like you said, I, I, I haven't really noticed him that much. He hasn't really done much, so um yeah, yeah, it'd be nice if uh, if Daryl maybe gave uh, Rizichka a chance since he's already up. So you know, it, it, we might see that over the weekend. So I'm looking, I'm looking for that. Um, in terms of the Kings game, I mean, Drew Doughty just got back from injury last night. I believe they played the Ducks. Uh, so right on time, right in. Uh, you know, it's we'll see if the, anything anything comes out of that between Doughty and Kachuk. I mean, they didn't get to see each other all of last year. So we'll see, we'll see if, uh, old Matthew's friendship tour starts, uh, starts kicking up again. It's uh, a good point. Yeah. I, I think, I think that might, that, that would be fun. Uh, that would be a fun thing to keep an eye on for sure. Um, aside from that, I mean, they've got some good players over there in LA, man. Uh, Kempe is a speedy little guy. Yeah. Yeah. Aya Follow is, is also good. Philip Deneau's really rounded out their top six. I mean, he's he's kind of been their the, the second center that they've been looking for for a while. And they were able to poach Lias Anderson from the New York Rangers as well. So, you know, it's it's uh it, it won't be an easy game. Um no. but you know, I, I think we we do have the talent to to be able to come out victorious, especially with uh, how well we've been playing on the road this season. Uh, the Ducks, I am a little bit more concerned about. Just a couple lineup notes. Uh, Getzlaff left last night's game with an injury, so he might not be in the lineup. Um, it's a big blow. Yeah, he might not be in the lineup on Friday. Um, but, you know, they've still got... I mean, Shattenkirk's had a revival in his career um, since he's gone to Anaheim, which when he signed there, I was like, what, why? Why would he go to Anaheim? But, you know, yeah. I mean, other than the fact that you get to live in Anaheim, I mean, you know, it's... Uh, no, that's probably what he was thinking, to be honest. Yeah, he's... They weren't supposed to be good this year, so... No, I mean, but he's he's really stepped up. Uh, Cam Fowler is still Cam Fowler. Jamie Drysdale's been really good for them. Um, the rookie and uh, obviously their kids have just been going off. Trevor Zegras, Troy Terry, those guys um, are just phenomenal players right now. And, yes. you know, you, you look at this team and it's like, well, you know, everybody was kind of like, oh, well, who could we poach off the Ducks? Because they're obviously going to be sellers at the deadline. But it's looking, I mean, Ricard Raquel, Jakob Silverberg, uh, those guys I think are going to be pending UFAs. Um, yes. It's it's almost a, like it, it's almost a sure thing that they resigned him. I mean, they it, they'd be crazy not to at this point, because um, uh, I mean, I guess it it depends on what's out there in free agency, I suppose. But yeah, um, there's lots of season. There's lots of lots of games left to be played too. Yeah, right? for sure, yeah. definitely. But I mean, if you got John Gibson in the net, it's the same as in Winnipeg, right? Uh, that guy is just going to steal you a win every now and then. So, um, or more often than not, I should say a guy like that will steal you the win. So um, that'll be interesting. I always love watching Job Ginsburg play. I mean, he's just, he's a phenomenal goaltender. He is, yeah. Yeah. 
So it should be good. I'm hoping for two wins, but ideally, I mean, I would take an overtime loss in Anaheim. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be optimistic and go with a uh, four, two victory in LA. Okay. And say two, one overtime. I don't want to go through seven rounds of the shootout again. I just want to like let's end it in overtime. Um, <laughs> so two wins. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, two one overtime win in the Hana Center. We're gonna break that goddamn curse. Smith broke that. Did he really? What? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? No, 100%, yes. Smith was his le- with his leaky glove hand? We broke it with uh, Mike Smith, yes. I wow. believe he shut them out. Wow. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, so, Frig, I yeah. I'm, it. It's going to be a win, then. If we already broke the curse, then yeah, I'm going to say it's, it's a 2-1 victory. Okay. I like that. I like the 4-2. I'm going to say 4 nothing. Oh wow! Kings get shut out, and then Danny Vladar, Vladar, and he is gonna post another solid game, and the Flames are gonna win three to one that game. One goal against on this, on that, on those two games. That's what I'm wow. saying. That's a really bold take. I think that's a, possibly that's a big take. Yeah, huge take, but yeah. uh, that's what I'm saying. Okay. And, um, Let's yeah. lock it in. So 4 nothing victory against the Kings and a 4-1 victory against the Ducks. And I'm saying 4-2-2 two, two for the Flames in LA and a 2-1 overtime victory in Anaheim. So I think that's locking it in. That's in. Um, what uh, I, I, I'm, I think, yeah. Dowdy always seems to have another gear when it comes to the Flames. I, you know, it's 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 the. I think that that's the Matthew friendship tour yes. uh, effect. But uh, I, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get the better of of the Kings this time around, um, and we shall see how everything shakes out. Anything else that you want to add into this episode, there, Chris? No, I uh, chatted myself to death. Nice. So you're all good. Uh, This is Grant Chung and co-host Chris signing off. Please, if you like the podcast, please don't forget to rate, share, and subscribe to Blasty's Corner. You can find us on all the podcast directories, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're all over the place. Uh, Share us with your friends. Bring your mom. We would love that because, you know, we, we, we always love listening to you guys, your, your guys' comments. Get at us at Twitter, on, at Blasty's Corner on Twitter. And until um, Sunday, we will catch you then. Have a good weekend, everybody. Go Flames, go. And, oh, I guess we still need a prediction for Vegas because if we're chatting on Sunday. Vegas. Yes, it might end before we record. We, so, um, got to lock in Vegas. That's going to be tough. Vegas beats us. 
Four <laughs> one. I think it'll be a tough loss, actually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hasn't happened to the Flames yet this year. I think we're gonna give up a lot of goals. Bound to happen eventually. It happens to every team. True. Yeah, that's true. So four one loss to the Vegas Golden Knights is Chris's prediction. I'm gonna say uh three to two overtime. I, I'm Woo-hoo. I'm going back to back over. I'm I'm I want those points. I just I'm just milking those points. I want them. I, I give them to me. I'll I'll take the single point. Uh, five out of a possible six, eh? Yeah. Interesting on these three ends. Okay. Let's All do right. it. Let's do All it. Right. Let's be optimistic. Let's 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 be optimistic and take some points out of California and I guess Nevada. Um we probably will also play the Sharks, but uh weird that I, we're not. It it is weird that we're not, right? Like why yeah. would we go to LA and then Anaheim and not just go down to San Jose before we go all the way down to Vegas? That, that's that's kind of weird to me. Yeah. yeah, we're we're in Vegas on the fifth and then San Jose on the seventh. So it's seems unnecessary to go up and down. <laughs> it's just kind of inefficient is what i think but anyway that it it doesn't matter we all know that the nhl schedule is fucked anyway uh but yes upcoming road trip let's be optimistic go flames go and we will talk to you guys on sunday peace you're listening to the hockey podcast network on twitter at hockey New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.